A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, we are back. Welcome to Fantasy Football Noise, the weekly podcast where three blokes who clearly aren't very good give you their expert analysis, but try to have a laugh along the way, even though we might feel more like crying at the moment. As usual, I'm joined by Steve. Hello. And Mitch. Hello there. This week, among other things, we'll be going over the weekend's action. We'll look at Man City's incredible list of assets after they put seven past Stoke. And we'll be analysing the budget striker options, as well as going off at a tangent at some point, I'm sure. I'm also joined, gentlemen, by our very first ever studio guest. Ooh. Is it your wife? It's not my wife. It is Mr. Adam Proctor. Good evening, Adam. Good day. Hello, mate. Good to have you on board. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Thanks, mate. I've flown in all the way from Sydney, especially for this podcast. Bravo, what? you. Hey, listen, what's your favourite colour, Blue? Green. Fancy football noise green. Yes. Very good answer. That's what we like to hear. Seriously, Adam, what brings you here and why are you sat in John's studio with him? Um, I'm here for a little short holiday and I've managed to get myself into this league through... John's brother Ross, um, Ross, who I used to, uh, yeah, Ros, who I used to attend school with back in the day. You know that you're also in the presence of three other old grammarians. You went to Paul Grammar. I, I yeah. did, yeah. All PGS boys. Very good. We're all well brought up young men. Well, let's let's crack on though. This is fantasy football noise, not Paul Grammar <laughs> School alumni podcast. <laughs> now, yeah. for the benefit of this evening, uh, would you like to be known as Rat or Adam? Um, let's go with Rat, because okay. that, that's what Ross knows me as. I don't think mm. he actually knows my first name, so let's, no, let's go with Rat. No, it's a bit odd calling you Adam. Yeah. Why are you called Rat? That doesn't sound that complimentary. No, it, again, it was from school days, and uh, apparently uh, I was looking like a rat. I don't think I do any more, but um, people still like to call me it. I think we'll have to perhaps take a picture and tweet it. And we will let the, the large, sizeable, fancy football noise audience be the judge of whether you look like a rat or not. I cannot wait. <laughs> um, so, as is our custom, why don't you tell everyone uh, what your team or teams are and uh, the reasons behind it? Yes. So, unfortunately, it's very similar to Ross and JB. Um, <laughs> so, I do support Liverpool Football Boo. Club. Uh Again, I have no affiliation whatsoever with the city. Um, have you ever been there? Uh, it's another one who's never been to a home game. Wonderful. Oh, sorry, hold on. Who, hold on. Who else do you know that's never been to a home game? Uh, you? And you. 
No. Oh, you have been. One. One home game. Whoa, hold on. Your brother? Yes, but... Your brother? No, he's also been. We went together for the first time a couple of years ago. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Pathetic. But you just said never been. That's... All right. Virtually never been. Not in that bracket. <laughs> just me. <laughs> never been. And is Liverpool your only team, or do you have a second it's... team? Well, this... <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, here we go. So, so yeah... Like the other guys, I do follow Bournemouth as well. And of having them being in the lower leagues, I've been to many games. And back, actually, back in 2003, I attended the League Two playoff final. Nice. So it just shows you how far they've come. That was in Cardiff, and that was a very, very good day and night out. Special day. Mm. Steve Fletcher, Carl Fletcher, Super mm. Fletch, and Co. Super Fletch. Mm. Alan Connell, Alan. Alan Connell, very Wade, good. Wade Elliott. Yeah, Eddie Howe. Yeah, of course, of course. James Hater. See one of my favourite Bournemouth chants, the Wade Elliott one. Oh yes. Do you want to give it to us? We've got Wade Elliott. Wade Elliott. He's, He's fucking brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> We've got Wade Elliott. <laughs> genial, uh, genial lyricism. Lovely stuff. Before we go any further, chaps, some pretty big news mm. in the uh, world of fancy football noise. Go on. Please, pray tell. Well, this week, as you well know, nobody else knows, but we have signed a contract with ACAST, oh, yes. the podcast uh, publishers. And um, yeah, this will be our first show that will be on iTunes and other reputable platforms. Wonderful, wonderful news. We're going to be proper fucking famous. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know about famous, but we are spreading our wings <laughs> and the show is growing slowly and steadily. Fantastic. And I, I do note that uh, when we read through that contract that we now can uh, definitively refer to ourselves as, inverted commas, talent. We can indeed, even if we have none. We can. <laughs> we certainly have none. Indeed. So that's exciting, isn't it? We're going to be on iTunes and elsewhere. Really good. We will spread our wings around the globe before we know it. Thank you, Acast. Indeed. Indeed. We're honoured. We're very pleased that it's progressing. Um, but anyway, moving forward, I have to say your fantasy football team this year, mate, not looking too shabby. No. Uh, I've had a very good start. It's kind of tapered off a little bit of late. Um but I've tried to keep this season to minimal changes as I can. Um, the changes that I have made have been hit and miss. So Lacazette has not scored me any points in two weeks. On borrowed time, surely. Yeah. Whereas Ericsson, um, I made him captain this week and it's paid off big time. So, Good choice. Yeah. And have you been caneless for the whole season? I have, yeah. So in, in actual fact... Before coming to England, I was looking at playing my wild card last week. And because I was in Spain, I didn't have time or a laptop to get through it all. There's quite a bit of research you have to do when you're doing the wild card. So I just kept with the same team. Um, didn't bring in Kane. But I did have a sneaky feeling that Ericsson would provide or, or score this week. Because Kane hasn't got a great record at, at Wembley. So I just felt like Ericsson might perform. Um but we all know it doesn't work out like that way every week. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Kane. I've got him in my side. But can you really have a twelve and a half million pound striker who you only feel comfortable captaining away from home? That just seems crazy. Discuss. Yeah, it does seem a bit crazy. And I think that the problem is though, 
you're going to get to the end of the season and he's going to get 240 points or something like mm. that. And if you try and try and predict when he's going to get them and when he's not going to get them, you're going to be in <clears> trouble. <throat> I think that the, yep. the key is at the moment captaining him away from home rather than at home, like I did, I have to say, this week. Didn't captain him this week. Who did you go for this week, Bates? So delighted with that. I went for Eden Hazard. Ah, how did that work out for you? Left left field. Well, I thought I thought in the spirit of the rest of the season, Palace were not going to score and concede four. Sure. Um, and that didn't work out for me. No. How many points did Hazard actually get you? Same as Kane, two. <laughs> Just well, four two. because I captained him. Did you bring him in this week for that fixture, or did you have him already? That's. No, no, I had to bring him in specifically. So I had mm. I had uh, Murata. Mm-hmm. So I had to get rid of Murata. And I thought, do you know what? I don't think Lukaku's going to score. I don't think Kane's going to do very well. So I'm going to go midfield. But actually, I was hovering over the Sterling button. Mm. It's so hard to sort of shake, I find, old perceptions of players. Like I just really dislike yeah. Sterling. But he is going from, from strength to strength this season. I know. Scoring the points, isn't he? Can, can I tell you about a little exchange I had? Because I had the Murata problem. Mm-hmm. And so I tweeted something earlier in the week about mm-hmm. what a dismal week I'd had. And I had a man from Pune in India mm-hmm. tell me the following. So I tweeted, a dismal week for me again, sad face, Mitch. <laughs> and Razak Rafik Patel from Pune in India came back to say... Big fan of the show. If you go... With three premium strikers, it will never stop. Mm. <laughs> never. It will never, never stop. stop. And I thought, he seems to have a strong view. I'm going to ask him why. And what he said to me is this. There is very little chance that all of your three strikers will score. I don't know, know that that's actually true. But you can use money from one striker and have good midfielders or defenders who will guarantee you points... Uh, because defenders give you four for clean sheets, and normally midfielders give assists which are more dependable to ensure points. Utter nonsense. I see what he's saying. See, I just think that strikers are more likely to get you your 240 points by the end of the season, like Kane. Yes, they might not score every week, but you know, a midfielder, I think we've discussed this before, that only the likes of Lampard mm. are going to be the ones that score you more than 200 no, points, as they have done in the past. No, Mares the year before last, I think Sanchez last year. Correct. Yeah, yeah, no, but only your best. Hazard. So there might only be one or two midfielders who are going to score you two hundred plus in a season. But by that rationale, he's talking about he, he's talking about pure premium strikers. So that's the same sort of cost of player. So, so I guess what I'm ultimately asking is, am I still pursuing the right strategy, which is bam as much of my budget as I possibly can on expensive strikers to get me loads of points? Because Razak Rafik Patel made me doubt myself. I personally. Uh, don't think it is the right strategy. Yeah, I, I haven't adopted that this season. I've gone for two strong strikers and then a, a cheap one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think plowing the money into the midfield is, is key this season. There's a lot of midfielders who are going to be scoring a lot of points um, from creating or, or scoring like Salah, who I've had from the start. I think he will get goals. He misses a lot of chances, but he also, I think, will get at least 15 goals from midfield. Same with Mkhitaryan. Got a bit cold for the moment, hasn't he? He has... But I think he'll come good again. You said earlier that you had um, two quality strikers. Um, but I think Lacazette and Lukaku is a bit weak for two quality strikers. Agreed on Lacazette. Um, I, I just thought he would score goals in the last couple of weeks, but he hasn't. Um, Aguero's obviously been out injured. So um, I was just 
I've been very cautious about having Man City players because I, I, even players like Sterling and Sane have just not been playing full 90 minutes week in, week out. So that's why I've shied away from those types. But uh, Lukaku I've had him from the start and I, I will keep him in for the rest of the season. But like you say, I think Lacazette, it, Arsenal are just not consistent enough in my eyes now. So he's going to have to go mm. and I'm, I'm, I might look into, to get in Jesus Mm. As, a, as an alternative I think similar sort of cost so I can do that quite easily he's undoubtedly better than Lacazette but the, you've got the issue fantasy wise of you know, the rotation problem especially when the Champions League fixtures are in even when Aguero's back there's going to be exactly that it's, fear every week isn't there there is and they've, they've just got so many players that score so many points from different areas mm. that you, you, you can't focus on, on the striker I don't think mm -hmm. um, I did have KDB in and I know you guys have discussed him <laughs> beforehand at length and I took him out um, he's looking quite good isn't he yeah I took him out for Ericsson so um, but he's, he's, oh, come, he's, yeah, he's come good again you're welcome yeah. fantasy wise that's an upgrade I mean KDB is looking amazing mm. but but fantasy points wise we keep coming back to it I think you probably are better off with Ericsson I think so and I think he's the top point scorer in the whole current, game, in the whole he game, is. fifty-six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. So I think, and actually, and and that um, puts paid to my point about having all the best strikers in my side. That Ericsson's got fifty-six points. When I look at the top scoring forwards, you've got Aguero fifty-two, Lukaku fifty-two, Morata forty-nine. So actually, Rafak from Pune in India, he may well be right. Get yourself full of. Uh, Ericsson and others rather than necessarily the top scoring strikers especially when you consider the cost involved correct if you if you did you know manipulate your team so that you had Aguero when he's fit Lukaku and Morata when you know when they're all back and firing you've got a hell of a lot less money in your team than if you had Ericsson Sterling Salah for example so yeah so, so Ericsson the rest of your team David for... Silva Sterling Sane mm. Salah De Bruyne 46 points and above all of those exactly and actually None of them cost more than ten million. That's right. The most expensive is Ericsson, nine point seven. Yeah, and I think on those those three, Silver, Sterling, and Sane, I think I have seen some someone or some people have all three in, and they are hedging their bets on at least mm. one of the players scoring at least ten points or two of them. Mm. It's more likely that the two of the three will play some part and, and score points at, at the minute because they're just banging in the goals. So I think that's not a bad tactic to have a few players in from the same side in the same position. At least I think you're guaranteed points. I don't know what your thoughts are. I think it's all about form. I just I just think that's it doesn't matter what team they play for, if if they're in if they're in form, if they're if they're playing every minute of every game or more or less, and the teams they're in are doing really well, the fixtures are good, it doesn't matter what team they're in, I don't think. I think it's time to go for it. Time to pick three Man City players and get them in. They are they are scoring a hell of a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing with fantasy, isn't it? You have to sort of move to where the where the form is. Even even if that means spending a load of points, <laughs> even if that means spending thirty six points, Jay. <laughs> is it not time we had a look at the week scores? Now clearly Adam's got fifty, which is impressive. But how did you two boys get on? Thankfully for you, Steve, he's not in our head to head. Yes, that's correct. You got thirty two, John and Mitch twenty seven. That's shit. Very very shit. Very meagre return. Really shit. What did you get? Forty seven. Really really was it? shit. Forty five. Oh, forty five. Enough for the win. That'll do me. It's a meagre return, but where does that take us to? 
after eight weeks. Does that take you to? I think I'm on two. Yeah, so four two two. What was the issue with the low scoring? Do you think this week was it everyone captaining Kane? Yeah, who, who's your captain, JB? I, I did captain Kane. Let's have a quick butchers. Kane for me too. I captain Kane. I brought in silver. I went for uh, Van Dijk. I just had a feeling. Southampton's fixtures are amazing. They've got they've got they've got quite a good run, and I just sort of thought they're doing quite well without him. And he, I think he's class. Um, but I don't know if you saw the game. He didn't really look that up for it. He had one chance, didn't mm, he? Yeah, he did. But it, but you sort of see him. In fact, a lot of the Southampton players, you sort of saw them jogging back when they didn't have the ball. There wasn't that same intensity. Newcastle wanted it far more. So I'm not sure if I've backed the right horse there or not. But I can't imagine he's that cheap either. He was 5.4. Four, yeah, I think. I think, 5.4. I think he's spending that better elsewhere. Yeah, maybe so. But last year he he scored. I don't know the exact numbers, but he scored a lot of goals last year, didn't he? He did, yeah. as well as clean sheets. And I sort of thought it would be a good and a good differential because he's not he's been out of the game, so not many people have got him. So I changed Higazi for him. So I didn't actually see the game, Jay, but I did. I did for the first time this season. I sat down to watch a match of the day on Saturday night. The wife Whoa. was away, so I thought, uh, "Here we go, match of the day, me up." Uh, I I think asleep within five minutes. Asleep within five minutes. Woke up at four fifteen a.m. on the sofa, <laughs> aching. <laughs> so so far, so that takes my tally to. I watched twenty minutes of Man City Liverpool and one minute of Arsenal Watford. <laughs> and you're still only being beaten by a man who's picked only former Southampton players, and therefore you are the worst fantasy player in the yep. league. My performance is becoming less of a surprise to me as the season wears on. Are you becoming less bothered by it, or are you still incensed each week? I'd say stoic. Are you? Okay. <laughs> Perhaps ambivalent. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I've not done a Ross Nichols and uh, and given up just yet. No, not yet. Uh, was there any bench agony this week, chaps? Oh, I think there was for Adam. Big time. Um, yeah, two Swansea players. Come on, the Swans. Obviously in because they're very cheap. And they these two players, Whoa. Fernandez and Carroll, play every game. And Carroll was actually quite a neat and tidy little player who I thought would come in for a few assists here and there, which he did. Um, I don't know why I didn't put one of them in. Um, maybe I just felt they've been dog shit at home. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> might be one of the reasons. You... I did think that Newcastle. I suppose Newcastle were playing Southampton. Is that right? Yep, correct. So I should have probably taken one of those out and swapped him for Fernandez. But yeah, I've got I've got another a wonderful thing. fifteen points on the bench there, which would have been nice. I actually had some uh, some minor bench joy this week. Go on. Um, let me explain. Morata was injured. And I thought, who shall I bring in? I had the choice of uh, Rangel or Daniels from Bournemouth. And as Bournemouth are playing against Tottenham, I thought they might get battered. So I thought, I'm not going to bring Daniels in. I'm going to go for Rangel because he's not going to play and he will score me, therefore, zero points. I <laughs> thought zero would be a safer way to go than playing Daniels. Why, d- why didn't you just play an extra midfielder, you twat? Because I haven't got one. I- I've got Loftus-Cheek on my bench and he was injured. But my be- my bench joy is this: because Rangel didn't play, somehow the the uh, the the application has installed Daniels for me anyway, and I got two points. And also somehow, somehow, duck. some algorithm or other inserted into the fate. I thought we'd explain this to you, imbecile. No, no, not not exactly. I don't think. And also well, my keeper Foster, who I thought was going to play last night, who didn't play. Um, so then I 
retrospectively, again, the application appears to have inserted Begovic into goal for Begovic. me. Again, scoring, Begovic. scoring me two Begovic. points. <laughs> it's a Begovic. Oh, Wayne. So, so in fact, I, I would have scored four points fewer had it not been for the algorithm. So, thank you, Fantasy Premier. Do you want us to explain how auto-subs work once again for you? Uh, that would be lovely. Are you serious? Well, no, is it as simple as if they're not playing, one of your subs gets put in if they are playing? Yeah. It yes. kind so of is. There's a speci- really, that's There's also a specific order, right? So you need yeah. your first... Your first, second, and third bench picks. You get to put, pick the order of where they are on your bench. Oh, I see. And you okay. can slide them across. Didn't even know. That. Now, obviously, it has it has to fit into the. T- <laughs> no, wasn't aware of that functionality. You can't see this, but my head is in my hands. Yeah, it has to fit into the minimum requirements. So, if you've got only three defenders and you put defender number one on your bench, it he won't get subbed in if a forward goes off, for example. Um, so it has to fit into the minimum requirements, so the algorithm will do it for you. It has to be a legitimate always, formation. Yeah, it has to be a legitimate formation. Mm-hmm. But that's how it works, mate. So you've made three transfers this week, is that right? Uh, I made three transfers the week before the international weekend. <laughs> Mitch likes to get in early. Right, I see. Let me just tell you what, do you want to know what I did? I got rid of Firmino, his time was up. Okay. Uh, and then I swapped out Baines and Alonso at the back. And I replace oh, what I'm doing. I'm on a journey, you see. I'm on a journey to bringing in a stronger midfield. So I want to pack the forwards. I want yeah. Lukaku, Kane, and Murata up front. Might might bring in Aguero. Uh, I will need to get rid of Deli Ali. I want Ericsson in instead. I need to get rid of Xhaka, and I want David Silva in. So, sorry, okay. sorry to inter- interject. I was appalled by Xhaka, but particularly by his defending at the weekend. Did you see? Lazy fucker. Cleverly's goal. Xhaka was literally... He gave up. Yeah, well, he was literally like three or four yards behind him. Cleverly wasn't moving to start with, and, and neither was he. he ample time to get back, get goal side. Did nothing. Just literally stood like a statue and watched Cleverly. Just didn't yeah. bother his ass. As the ball was ricocheting around their goal. Yeah. I'm just going to stand here and watch. Didn't really sense the danger on that one. No. And that's what I've come to expect from the Swiss. Yeah. They're complacent. <laughs> All Swiss people. <laughs> Shall we move on to uh, listeners' questions, gents? Oh, lovely. We have Love to. We have had, we have had, uh, well, I'm going to say we've been inundated with questions on the emails this week. I'd be lying, but we have had some. You've got fuck all. You've made it up, haven't you? Uh, I haven't made it up. No, no. This is uh, genuine, genuine communication uh, by our uh, esteemed friend. John Emerson, uh, okay. and he, obviously missing us, wrote in. I mean, he's been on the show. He had every opportunity to ask us these questions, and he failed, but uh, fine, go ahead. Uh, to be fair, he, he did ask some, and we didn't, didn't all get answered. But he has nonetheless written in again with some, some pertinent questions. I thought we'd go through them if you want. Um, first of all, what is the highest each of us have ever finished in a full season? Can we get that information for him? Is he, is he just trying to challenge our ability to quickly navigate to the right statistics through the website? I think he probably wants to know if we've ever been any good because we're so shite this year. <laughs> Have we ever? Do you know, I had one year where I was actually quite good. Is that a relative? No, that's not true. Yeah, no, no, honestly, not that bad. Really? Yeah. When was I playing with you? 
Hold on, hold on, and I shall tell you. In 2012-13, mm-hmm. I finished 177,000th, which is better Not than bad. the is that your best 3. ever? 3.8 millionth I am now. Mm. <laughs> and I broke I broke 2,000 points on two consecutive seasons. Well done. I've had 2,000 for the last seven or eight years. Oh, that, good for you. Bravo. That's, that's pretty strong. Plus, that's, that's consistent. Thanks, mate. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Um, in the top 200,000 for most of those. Best ever for me, 23,000th. That's very good. Nice. Decent. I don't, to be fair, the year that happened, I don't think there were anywhere near as many people playing as there are now but 28,000th in 2011 that's pretty that's pretty decent that's quite good yeah is that that global or is that just in England that's global that's overall because when I look at my uh, my numbers so my Mm -hmm. oh my latest email address as of when I I moved to Australia Mm -hmm. um, 102,000 last season last season 2,170 which puts me you see, as a higher rank than you. Yep. So I think that's... That's last season, though. Yeah, but um, what I'm trying to say is, is that I think it's done on where you're based. No. No? Absolutely not. No? Overall rank, yeah, definitely. Because, look, I got 2107. Okay. And I finished 200. So you think that those, those 63 points have absolutely. cost you... Oh, my God, absolutely. 100,000 in the world. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was looking the other day, so I don't know if you've seen this on, on the status page... They've got um, the highest average scoring mini league. And there's one on there, if you, if you care to look at it. It's yeah, I saw astonishing, that. right? Here you go. Have a look at this. So there's a, there's a mini league here, look. The average score in their league is 567. And if you go down through, you look how close they all are. There will literally be, and there's 50 per page, right? And if you look, by the time you get to the sort of second or third page, from top to bottom, i.e. 50 players, there's a spread of about three or four points. And it goes on, look, 514, 513, 513, 513. Look, you see? So you're talking okay. about a, d- a difference of sure. 60, 70 points. Globally, yes, that is going to cost me 100,000 places. Okay. Yeah, I have no doubt. So this is the official EA Sports FIFA 18 league, yeah? Yeah, the one I was looking at, yeah. Phenomenal standard. I don't know uh, how many there are in that league or what the entry requirements are, but they're all quite good. How do you find out your historic points, mate? Where do you find them? I've I've looked at them before and I can't find them. Same page as your game week history. Just underneath this season's weekly history. Uh, a bit further it. down is your season history. Very good. What's your Let's see. What's your best ever finish, mate? 57,000th, 2110 points in 2012-13. And Decent. I have, yeah, got above 2,000 in five out of the last six seasons. Great. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm not shit at all. No. So I wonder, our, in, um, our personal league, uh, and our first guest on the show, was it our first guest, Sarge? Sarge, yeah. I can see that in 2011-12, he finished 1,187th. Yeah. I, I reckon anyone that we know would be going some to be better than that. There is a chap I know called James Warburton who's in our personal league, Mitch. Um, he's got a pretty good track record. I think we must get him on one time. 
Let's have a look. He's got, he has go. got a pretty good track record. He has. Still not better than Sarge, though. His, His best, best ever finish. is not, but he's got a, he's got a 5,000th finish, a 9,000th, and a 10,000th, and an 11,000th. Yep. As well as a 48. So that's. Yeah. Never quite... been over 150,000. <laughs> and looks yeah. like he's scored over 2,000 points in every season he's played. That's, that's good. Every season he's played. Yeah. So that's quite good. We'll get him on later in the season. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We haven't really reviewed this weekend's action in any detail yet, chaps. Should we quickly do That's that? That's true. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Um, as usual, Liverpool looked a much better outfit playing against a decent team than they do against the smaller teams, which is infuriating. It might have been a facade where you're thinking Liverpool are playing better but actually Mourinho's very negative and doesn't look to really open up or, or win a game mm-hmm. away from home he's all about um, not conceding uh, but well, David, he's certainly achieving that because he's got seven clean sheets in the first eight games this season yeah which is which is when I brought Phil Jones in for a very good price mm. he's really it's really paid off it's pretty tidy isn't it I think we need to celebrate Crystal Palace beating Chelsea that's the one we need to celebrate this weekend of course weekend. it is absolutely massive coupon buster what a fantastic re- result that was yeah was that, is, that, is that the Zaha effect do you think he was great wasn't he he, he really looked electric yeah I think it's also the Kante missing effect ooh um, I'd have to say wouldn't you I think his value to the Chelsea defence is enormous and without him they're not quite as resolute and Palace found a way through also the the third choice striker what's his name Batist What's he called? Batshuayi. He got taken off after, I don't know, what, 65 minutes? He was pretty poor. Yeah, he seems to be the impact player off the bench. When he starts, he doesn't really do much. So Mm. I can't imagine he's in many fantasy football teams either. I wouldn't have thought so. And uh, seven goals at at Man City. Yeah. How about that? Not too bad, is it? I am going to bury my uh, hatred of Sterling and bring him into my team next week. I think Mkhitaryan for Sterling. Who have they got? Burnley? Yeah, home to Burnley. Okay. And Burnley's defence, as we discussed last week, is pretty good, but I just can't see anything getting in the way of City at the moment, can you? I can't, but I was the, the, the one City player I do have, Kyle Walker, I was a bit frustrated with him scoring an own goal, was it? <laughs> Which took off three points. I think he's only scored two. I've had similar frustrations with uh, Ben Davis since I've had him, which I think is four weeks. Spurs have kept two, two clean sheets in those games and he's not been playing. So you look at this, you look at the scores and you think, oh yes, great clean sheet for Davis. Didn't play. Mm-hmm. And now Danny Rose is back in contention, yeah. I believe. So he yeah. might not yeah. play much at all. 
did we have a bet as well? We did, didn't we? We did, and I think you'll find it's a null bet, Baco. It is a null bet. We bet on uh, Brighton against Everton, and I went for Brighton to win. So you you would have been gutted when Everton equalised in the last minute. Presumably, you you kept up to date, right? Oh uh, yeah, I was I was right on it. Yeah, <laughs> watching it with bated breath. I was retrospectively annoyed. Who scored for Everton? Rooney penalty. Oh, oh he's got it. Oh. Good knowledge. With no hesitation. That was not edited in, ladies and gents. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, can I ask you a question? Back to uh, Spurs, if I may. Mm. Is their home form unfamiliarity of their playing conditions? Or is it because every team is going there playing like it's an FA Cup final? Because I haven't watched any games, so I haven't got the foggiest idea. Well, I think they're, they're getting more people in there, but it's still a vast stadium. And it's just not... A, it's not a pressure cooker like White Hart Lane was, is it? You know, it's. I think I saw the attendance was seventy thousand on Saturday, and what's the capacity? Ninety. Ninety. Yeah, I think Something there's like three that. elements. So, Mitch, you, you've hit on two. So, one is pitch size. I think it's a good seven meters wider than White Hart Lane, mm. which is a lot when you're used to playing patterns of play. So it will take him a while to get used to that size. Um, the psychological effect on the away teams, but also the atmosphere. So mm. those are the three things that are. And knocking it back, and and I think I can see them continuing to win one nil. It's a bit like City when they were playing at home, sort of three or four years ago, where there was no atmosphere and they were kind of teams were coming and parking two banks of four in front of the keeper and and keeping them out. I think it's the same at, at Wembley at the minute. We've got another question though from John, which I wanted to get to, and that was he wants us to have a bet. I quite like this. He'd like us to have, all have a bet on who we think the top scorer in the, out of the whole in the whole game will be at the end of the season who do we think it'll be let's let our guests go first who do you think the top scorer in the whole game will be come the end of the season this year well i think it's been touched on before it's probably going to be harry kane um i think if he can pick up the home form um he's just a consistent striker mm-hmm. whereas the other strikers are either in and out of form or injury i think he will he'll stay injury free for the whole season and bang them in probably maybe over 30 goals mm. what do you reckon JV? I think you talk a lot of sense um, but just purely to not say the same uh, I will say Sergio Aguero mm. just because I think he is electric and I hope that he can obviously stay injury free once he's back but we'll see I don't think anyone I, I think he eclipses even Kane for me when he's when he's fit and firing so that that takes those two off the table for me. Both good picks. I will then go for a differential. I'll say David Silva. I think you say Pascal Gross, mate. <laughs> He's only four <laughs> points behind De Bruyne. I've just checked. <laughs> still on. It's still on. Yeah. So I go David. I go David Silva. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mitch? So I, I would have gone, had you not, for Aguero, because I think you're right, when he plays, he's on fire. Mm-hmm. Not that I've seen him. Um, but I'm going <laughs> to go told. for, on the basis of what he's done so far, I'm going to go for Christian Eriksen. Great. Okay. Okay, cool. So Mitch Eriksen, Baco, David Silva, you've gone for Kane, I've gone for Aguero. There you go, John. Questions answered, and uh, we shall look forward to seeing how that all pans out. Take a note of that, John Emerson, and do come back to us at the end of the season. With a small prize sent from Dubai. Yeah, what is the prize, John? We need to find that out. Hopefully we will for the next show. Oh, were you going to roll out an anecdote at some point? I do like it when we go hands around the globe. That, uh, there must be a, some Australia-related anecdote. What's the funniest thing that's happened to you since you've been there? On, the, the A-League. 
pretty funny. <laughs> Have you been to watch it? I haven't. No, it's not. It's not worth it. It's really not. Really, no anecdotes. <sighs> Ever. Not, you've not shut yourself on a train. That's the sort of goal we're after. <laughs> I, believe it or not, I haven't. Um, Don't believe it. Pity. <laughs> I have. Steve has. Yeah, He's happy to admit it. Yeah, no, he has. has gone on air. Yeah. <laughs> Jane didn't know until then, did she, Baco? No, I genuinely did shit on a train once. So it was actually on my way to work. And about half an hour from Glasgow Central, I felt myself going. And there was nothing I could do. Packed train, standing room only, couldn't get up from my seat. Um, so I just, I just <laughs> sat there with shit in my pants. You are kidding and then <laughs> me. <laughs> what? I had shit. Was, so, was there a smell? Yeah, obvious smell of feces around me. If, it, if there's no babies on board, you're, you're in trouble. And then I just let everyone else... just let. I thought I'd style it out. Maybe people can't notice the smell of feces. But um, I let every, everyone get off the train and then I just walked like that with my legs together all the way to the toilet and then chucked my pants in the bin. <laughs> oh, that must have been mortally, mortally embarrassing. It was so embarrassing and nothing I could do about it. Did you attempt to kind of sort of feign horror? What on earth is that smell? What? <laughs> Someone's have... got dog shit on their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> trod- Excuse me, madam. Have you trodden in something unpleasant? <laughs> <laughs> but it was only a little bit. It was like runny poo. It wasn't like a big shit. <laughs> Because runny poo never, never smells as bad as a real thing, does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow, Steve. That's like you, you, um, they sell adult nappies, I think, in Japan and Korea, don't they? Because the trains are so packed that people do piss and shit themselves because you can't get anywhere. How roughly you should from, have done that. From the moment, you should. From the moment of when, when it happened, when it first escaped your body, how far were you yeah. from the station, the first station? Long? From when I got on, or no, from when you from when you shat yourself <laughs> to when you were able to get off the train, uh, t- at least twenty minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! <laughs> I thought you were going to sort of say a couple of minutes, and you like knew you needed to get off at the next station. You almost made it twenty twenty minutes, minutes. in a packed train. Yeah, packed commuter train with feces down my leg. What colour suit did you have on? Please, please uh, tell me it was linen beige. Beige, yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it was grey. And was it all contained within your underwear? Or was back of suit soiled? A little bit down the left-hand leg, below boxer short level. Mm. And you were on your way to work. Mm-hmm. So what action yeah. did you then take? Presumably go and buy some new trousers. Yeah, so pants in the bin... And then went to shop to buy trousers. Obviously didn't try them on or anything. And then put them on in the toilet at work before I got to my desk. Wow. Still kept the trousers, though. They were decent trousers. Just am going to throw them away, am I? Speaking of these sort of incidents, I know a chap who um, always carries a Swiss Army knife with him. Everywhere he goes, he's an eternal sort of Boy Scout. He'll remain nameless. Um and uh, he, unfortunately, one day he was wearing a particularly long sort of dress shirt at work, which comes down the back quite a long way. And um, he went for a poo one day at work, and unbeknownst to him, his the tail of his shirt had fallen down into the toilet and got his shit all over it. 
and yeah, thankfully he had the trusty Swiss Army knife in the pocket, and he literally cut a crescent <laughs> of the bottom of his shirt <laughs> off. <laughs> Just cut it off. <laughs> Merrily cut it off, tucked his shirt back in, and went about his day like nothing had happened. <laughs> Andy, isn't it? So, let that be a lesson to us all. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Right, we've digressed. We've digressed. Let's very quickly look ahead to this weekend's fixtures, chaps, and discuss who we've got our eyes on. Before we go on, I should say, Mitch, you have to watch out. It's a Friday deadline this week, mate. Mm. I've seen that already. West Ham, Brighton. Double game week. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. I do look forward to seeing how you navigate the double, the actual double game weeks towards the end of the year. Well, I've used my chips, so I've, I won't have anything to navigate. You haven't used your triple captain yet, though, have you? Uh, yeah, game week three. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Lukaku. Gone? How did it work out? Not good. You don't always need to use your triple captain in the double game week, as I as I did a couple of seasons ago. I left it to the last game of the season because I didn't know what, to, what I was doing as the much. The last game? The last game, and I put it on Giroud. Arsenal versus Villa. He scored a hat trick <laughs> and won me <laughs> won me some some dollars. Some dollars. Very nice. Yeah, Australian Yankee. Nice. How many dollars? Uh, a couple of hundred. Very nice. nice. So about ten pounds. Tidy. Did that mean that you won your league? Um, it did. Yeah. And because I was playing with people from the UK as well, I was waking up to the score. Oh, wonderful. And waking up to a lot of abuse mm. and lucky jammy etc etc. So. Um, yeah, you don't always need to play your triple captain in game week three or your double game week, mm. you know. Um, wow. But you don't have any well, chips thanks. left. Yeah. No, no, I haven't got it left, so yeah. thanks for the advice. But uh, ah. yeah, that, that ship <laughs> has sailed. I do have my free hit left. But you're not going to play it this weekend, right? Bench boost. I've not used bench boost, I don't think. Okay. Um, I think Man United are going to get a hatful at Huddersfield this weekend. That's my... That's my game of the week, I think. Okay. I think Lukaku lovers, if you haven't got him, bring him in this week. I think Lukaku's your man. Okay, cool. How about a banana skin fixture for you, Wayne? Are you throwing down a bet with any of us? Well, I'm looking through the fixtures. I'm not sure I can see any banana skins. Are you going to back Burnley away at Man City? They might slip up. <laughs> I'm not so certain. Nice try, Joe. Mm. I mean, given their result on the weekend, Chelsea, Watford, Watford on the back of a win against Arsenal, Chelsea having lost to Crystal Palace. Mm, don't know. I, I kind of expect Chelsea to resume normal service. I would have thought at home. Uh, you can have Watford if you want. I'll have Chelsea. I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll, no, you're I'll right. Have Chelsea, mate. It's all right. I'll do that for you. And then you've got Newcastle, Crystal Palace. That could go anywhere. I would have thought. Stoke, Bournemouth could go anywhere. Swansea, Leicester could go anywhere. Southampton, West Brom could go anywhere. Just listing all the fixtures, aren't you? <laughs> basically saying that no football match is predetermined there's an element of chance here you, you, normally there's one that I look at and I think that, oh yeah that's mm. that's not going to go the way people think but all of these could go anywhere I but think. you you factored in the Champions League being played this week as well right of course, of so, course. so you're aware of that <laughs> and potential injuries etc etc yep. and fatigue yep, yep. all okay. over it good yeah got it so I think how about Baco how about uh, a Swans Leicester bet ooh I'll take Leicester, you take Swans. I'll take that, yeah, no problem at all. All over that, Well, I think Leicester have just sacked their manager. They have. As well, so... They have, yeah. And Tammy Abraham's looking pretty good. Yep. He actually didn't look that good. He got two goals, I know, but... But uh, Leon Britton ran the show. Tom Carroll played really, really well and deserved his couple of bonus points, I think he got. Maybe he got a three bonus point, I can't remember, but... 
are you played well? I thought Tammy looked very much up for it. He was he did a lot of earnest running. I think he's good value. Yeah, he's very good value. I think he is good value. Yeah, good bet. Yeah. I've already said that I am going to bring in Sterling for Mkhitaryan. I think that's my my move. You've got a move lined up for the weekend? Well, I think as I've previously said, I'm looking at the wild card. Mm. Um, so there could be a raft of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably keep the core of Salah, Mkhitaryan and Lukaku and mm-hmm. Ericsson. But the rest I need to shift around, I think, um, if I want to try and get Kane or Jesus in, potentially. I, I, you just want them all, don't you? But it's, it's just not as easy as that. Murata as well. But is he fit? Is he going to be playing? Does anyone know how long he's injured for? I think he was going to be brought back in for the squad for the Champions League this week. There so you go. Yeah, let's see. So he's not far away. Let's see how he gets on there. Yeah. What about AFCB? What's going to happen? Eddie's the only surviving manager in the bottom I three know. now. I'm worried. I am worried. Are they going to win at Stoke? Tough place to go, the Potteries. They'll be well up for that. It is a tough place to go. And they actually played quite well in the first 45 minutes, didn't they? They did. They were. They definitely were signed, promising signs, weren't there, against Spurs. But have they got, is it Chelsea, the next game? Yeah. I believe. It is. After Stoke. They've got to get something from Stoke, haven't they? I've been away to uh, the Britannia Stadium to watch Bournemouth when they're in the lower leagues. And I tell you what, that's a hostile place to go away. Hmm. It is hostile. Yeah, indeed. I think he just needs to get back to this this championship winning side that he 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 reverts back to now and then, and it, they seem to do a bit better. Yeah, I mean, De- the Defoe. new signings just no Defoe's not many have worked, have they? Really? No, Ake, I would say is probably the only one that's doing quite well. But we'll see. It is definitely a worrying time, though. I don't know how much longer they will uh, keep faith with Eddie. Well, you think they'll let him go? I, I don't think he's. I don't think anyone's untouchable. I just, you know, if, if you keep not getting any points, how long would you say he's got? Is he untouchable? Surely not. No, I don't. Well, he's being mooted for the Arsenal role, isn't he? Well, yeah, but we'll see. All right, then, guys. Well, I think that's probably about us for this week. Thanks always to Stephen Mitch, and of course, thanks to Rat for joining us. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Looking forward to taking the mugs home. <laughs> Spread the word around Australia. Yeah. Um, if you would like to join our mini league, the code to do so is on our profile page on Twitter, where we are at fantasy underscore noise. And of course, we'd love you to follow us on there anyway. Uh, you can also write to us, as many, many people do week on week. Uh, the address for that, please, Mitch, is fantasy football <laughs> noise. For effect, so everyone can write it down fantasy football noise at gmail.com. Very Yay. good. Uh, we can't promise to read everything we receive, but we'll do our best to work through them all gradually. Um, until next time, thanks very much for listening and have a great week. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cue the music. <laughs>